And we are recording Max. Shout out to Mark. Thank you very much for the music. We didn't do you justice. We put it at the end of the clip last time. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, this is What's the Why podcast. And today we are going to talk about conspiracy theories. Not just what are the conspiracy theories. Uh, we've got some crazy ones. Tiago, you said you found some hilarious ones, right? Yeah, some really funny ones. We're not going to debunk any of them. We're not going to go stupidly crazy into them. We're just going to speak about funny conspiracy theories, a little bit why uh, why people believe in them, but we're going to keep it light. It's just a, just a casual conversation between yeah. two guys that love speaking about weird shit. <laughs> um, I, I found some conspiracy theories too, but you know, I actually came across a lot of um, psychologists and and. Uh, news channels who have been reporting because everyone's asking the same question like why do people believe in it or why do more people believe in it and why do people like it they're likable i mean look about like because we feel like we know the truth it was hilarious my mom and some people some members of my family just love conspiracy theories so all my life i've been hearing and listening to these and i think this is just the perfect (laughs) moment for us to speak about some of them some of them Cool. So one of the craziest conspiracy theories is uh, is this guy called Michael Saller. He's this Australian dude. And this Australian dude believes that United States invaded Iraq in 2003 because Saddam, Saddam Hussein, the dictator at that time, he had a portal that connected him to ex- extraterrestrial life and extraterrestrial weapons. Stargate. <laughs> Exactly that. I think that's all the same one, but it wasn't who Saddam Hussein. It was someone else that had a. Oh, it's part of QAnon. I think they think that the Democrat, someone in the Democratic Party, had a Stargate. (laughs) Really? What the fuck? It's from the series. That's so crazy. That's also a crazy one. That's. Yeah, just speak a little bit more about that one. Just just scrape the the the, like the iceberg on that one if you want. Okay, so for, for those of you who don't know what a Stargate is, it's this um, sci-fi uh, action adventure sh- series um, that was actually really successful. They had a lot of uh, seasons, and I, I actually started liking one of them called Stargate Atlantis. So it was about Atlantis. They found it, and then they found that there was a Stargate there, or I think they went to it through a Stargate. And Stargate is basically um, time, uh, it's time and... Um, no, it's not time. Sorry, it's 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 dimensional travel. So like you can go to different planets and stuff. Um, I mean, excuse me if I'm wrong on the dimension side, but definitely different worlds. And yeah, so the idea was that all these politicians or whoever was part of the conspiracy um, had Stargates. And that was part of the whole evil plan to take over the world. I mean, come on. If you had a Stargate, what the hell are you still doing with the Democratic Party? <laughs> Oh. Dude, that's that's what I think. So in two thousand and three, I think this Democratic Party they got the weapons from Saddam Hussein. They got the Stargate shit. That's why that's where Kanan came from. Is coming from. Dude, it's insane, so, dude. <laughs> um, you know the conspiracy theory that Obama is not American enough, and Trump was kind yeah. of saying, "Oh, he's not even American. Show yeah. me your certificate." Part of like the circular logic of uh, those conspiracies. It's called confirmation bias. Uh, it's when you think something, anything you see, you think. It just proves the same point. Yes. Or as part of the conspiracy. So so when he came out with like, oh, uh, Obama was uh, was actually born in Hawaii, Honolulu in 1961. They're like, oh, but Hawaii only became a state in 1959. So something went on there. They're like, <laughs> they, they got Hawaii part of the states. And then he was born. And then he became president. So they went back in time with Stargate. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. So... K 
Canon actually says that uh, JFK is a direct um, a direct connection with Jesus. So he he he's in the same lineage that Jesus. So he's he's a prophet. It's one of the things that I think Canon believes in. I'm not really well read in Canon, but that's one of the things that they believe in. It's crazy the things that are going out there with Canon and all of that. So I, uh, I I actually read quite a bit about QAnon. Um, I know it's so weird to say what's the right because I said QAnon, but it's Q Anonymous. QAnon. Yeah, I was being corrected last night. Uh, yeah, but I drinks with my friend. So I'm just gonna keep kind of calling them Canon. It's, it's Canon. <laughs> So, what I understand what QAnon is, is it's a compilation of all conspiracy theories related to Trump and to like the states. One of the things that we had to start figuring out when we were doing the research was, how do you find all the conspiracy theories outside of the US, right? Because yeah. all, the, all the major conspiracy theories seem to be there. And we're like, no, there's got to be plenty in other countries and other regions. And they are, but you'd be surprised how many people from other countries believe in the American ones. So, even though they are in their own countries, the majority of people believe in the American. Well, like they have exposure and they believe in the American one. So it just shows how what we said last time, right? Like the states, the cultural impact of it, it's everywhere, man. Yeah. Like France and Germany and the UK, they talk about how many people believe in the American ones. So we digress. QAnon seem to be a combination of all the different kind of conspiracies put into one, which kind of says... Trump is the savior and he's the one that's fixing everything and all the different like Pizzagate and all these other different conspiracies all linked together and is this uh, there's this group of pedophile um, child trafficking yeah, ring yeah. yeah human trafficking rings that a lot of them actually belong to the Democratic Party conveniently um, <laughs> that run the world so it's a combination of you can see the same thing in like Illuminati and Freemasonry. And yeah, that's like that's that. a common thread on conspiracy theories, right? There's always a, a plot from a group in power, a secret group that is in power that is con conspiring to change some kind of event or do something evil. That's that's like the basis of a conspiracy theory, correct? Yeah, yeah. So I was watching this lecture um, in the UK and he was trying to define it. And he said, yeah, one of the things that is necessary for conspiracy theory, if we would have say, if we were trying to determine what it is, is it has to have evil intent. So it's like, yeah, it has to be more than one person working together and it has to be secretive. And they have to, so in other words, they have to be behind the scene and they control things out, uh, you know, out of sight and out of your control. Um, which is also why certain psychologists say, okay, look, if you believe in, uh, superstitions or if you have like slight paranoia you the chances of you believing in conspiracy theories is higher you see patterns that might not be there and you think that there are people doing things that they might not be doing and I, i've even read that they that people that tend to believe in conspiracy theories believe in conspiracy theories that contradict each other which is fucking crazy <laughs> as well yeah yeah because that's part of the whole thing with if you believe in a conspiracy theory that is the single biggest marker statistically which uh, that determines your likelihood to believe in another one. So if you believe in one, you're going to believe in another. Yeah. Because you, 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 your mind's kind of open to the idea that somebody's trying to school me over. Tell me one thing. So let me know if this conspiracy theory is true or false. Canada tried to develop a gay doll in the 1960s. You can't even answer that without sounding either homophobic or, or not. You're either calling the Canadian government homophobic or you're saying, oh, yeah, that's totally something 
they would never do. And then then you're like, oh, you're not recognizing the struggle of gay people? I don't know. Um, you're speaking about Canada, one of the most liberal countries in the world. I'm asking, what do you think? Do you think it's... I don't think so. No. It's that... absolutely correct, dude. It's a true conspiracy. Really? Canada, in the 1960s, built a machine, and I'm sorry, guys, for this term, which they called fruit machine. <laughs> it's, not, it's so bad. It's One so of bad. the most politically correct countries now developed the fruit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it was a this machine that would like, analyze the, the pupils and they would flash them with words that would would speak about same sex. And if the, the, pu the pupils of these people would dilate, bam, they would be considered homosexual. 400 people were fired. In the 1960s, from uh, from the from the Canadian government, from civil services and military, insane dude. One of those true conspiracies that had a consequence in real life. That is mental. Yeah, they, but there is all these mistreatment of homosexuals, you know, in history. It's um, you know, the movie Enigma, Enigma. Code or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and he was chemically castrated afterwards by the British government because he was gay, even though he was the one that broke Enigma code. He was a right? hero, yeah. He created the computer, right? Or something like that. Like he kind of formed the first computing power or whatever. So Dude, he was a hero. He, he built the first yeah. computer. Yeah. So uh, you have those examples and that that's what these movies are cool for. And they, they kind of bring you know, they bring awareness around ah, this happened. Like um, what Watchmen, the series is doing for the Tulsa murder. Apparently, a lot of Americans only learned about the Tulsa massacre from Watchmen, which is the dystopian series. Okay, so fruit machine or not, uh, you know that there's another way that they also test uh, well, sexual attraction. I, I don't know what it's used for now, but I know that it exists. They can attach sensors to your genital area and measure blood flow. What? And, uh, yeah, depending on, I, I guess, how accurate the tests are, they will give you certain subjects or something, and then they can test blood flow. They but can, why would they do that? I don't know. Well, the amount of reaches going behind the sex drive and what it does on your consciousness is, is huge, and people are really interested in it. So I think it can be used more for than, more than just what we're talking about here, which is something as stupid as trying to figure out, trying to remedy homosex homosexuality, unfortunately. Yeah, so... That I don't know. I just know that that machine exists. It's pretty crazy, right? Now, there was another conspiracy theory, which was the Israeli army has a pack of killer sharks with, I don't know if they had lasers attached to them, but it was some kind of killer missile sharks. <laughs> yeah, I read that on, online somewhere. So, But like kamikaze sharks? They would just like blow themselves? No, like, uh, you remember Austin Powers? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Are those sharks with friggin' lasers on their friggin' heads? <laughs> that exists. There are people that believe there are cannibals and vampires in the UK, uh, in the Br British royal family, and that one of the princes uh, is directly is a direct descendant of uh, Vlad the Impaler. Are you joking? Is this a conspiracy theory? Or? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think it's also kind of built on the idea that. They live to be pretty old. And then, you know, um, Vlad the Impaler is such a big name and stuff. And, you know, the royal family often has mixed in European culture because it's all yeah. royal marrying. And so I think it just came from there. But, I mean, there's so many myths around Vlad the Impaler, so Dracula, that, yeah, you just never know what's going on. And there's another one that isn't as funny, but much more sinister. And it's a common theme among, uh, amongst a lot of countries, actually. 
in this case, I'm, I'm referring to France, where they believe there is a conspiracy to outbreed white French people with immigrants. And so it's like this whole conspiracy theory to, 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 to kind of wipe them out. One, one fucking funny conspiracy theory is that there's this pastor called Vince Finnick. He told Malta today that the dinosaurs helped build the pyramids. It's really <laughs> funny, dude. Can you imagine T-Rex carrying fucking big blocks of fucking stone going, ah, where do you want me to put this? But uh? <laughs> <laughs> That has to do, right, with what we said. People think ancient people are stupid. Like, no, they just had less technology. It's not like they needed some higher uh, aliens or whatever to help them out. Like, it's probably Bro, this was in 2007. All of no, this... Conspiracy theories go back thousands of years, dude. The, the yeah. first, the first, the oldest one that I've read about was Nero, the Roman emperor, that he burnt the city down. And it, the conspiracy only started because he was very conveniently away from the city when the fire started. So because of that, they started saying that he started the fire. I'm and shortly sure, after, he that. was murdered. Yeah. yeah, I've read that. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's this research hub in, in the States. Was it in Alaska? Yeah, it's called like the Big Alaskan Conspiracy. They are testing how radio waves behave in, in our atmosphere and um, how weather behaves or is affected by it. Okay. And the one thing that they admitted in this, I think it was a Vice News um, episode, was the scientist that they interviewed who looks off the place goes, look, we can maybe change the temperature of the ionosphere a bit you know, through these experiments and stuff. Um, but by no means is in, uh, are any of the conspiracy theories correct, which is? The 5G, is right? crazy. No, there's not 5G. No, they, they just like it's just a place with antennas and test these things. Um, it's a scientific experiment. Like it's a, it's a lab, which is open, by the way. And they do open houses every year to invite people in because they know of these conspiracies. And they want to share science knowledge, right, to get like young people yeah. into it. But the conspiracies around the states was mind control weather control yeah and yeah just general um behavior control and how so, recent is this uh relatively recent i think on yeah. after 2000 but i mean that i think the the episode that i saw was like after 2010 it was like recent recent one of the things that always unfortunately pops up with these conspiracy leaders is they're slightly different to the people who just follow when you find the people who are writing books about it or doing the tours and seminars, um, a lot of the times they find they've had some kind of trauma in their life, which is always really unfortunate. But it, it, it does create skepticism, doesn't it? His father was some senator that was in a plane crash and apparently they didn't um, recover any evidence. Stuff. He basically said in that interview, the best thing my dad did was disappear. What the fuck? Because it kind of opened his eyes, and that caused him to kind of start doubting this, the 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 I don't know, the political system or his uh, environment. They do open houses. Like you can go see what's going on in there. Have you ever been? He goes, no. Why not? And he goes, they do an open house all the time, and it's that logic. What what can I see? I'll just see a lie. I'll just see them give nonsense specifications, and they're like, okay, but I don't understand. You have nothing to lose. You can't lose knowledge. You can only gain knowledge, and if that knowledge is useless, then ignore it. And he goes, no, and then. The people all saying it's top secret, you can't get in. They called uh, Vox or whatever. It was like, we called them and they invited us in. And then they did the tour and then they invited the guy who wrote the book. He declined. He's like, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> no, that's confidential. I can't go. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's super crazy. Um, and it kind of, you know, this guy's case is a really good example of like two things in conspiracy theorists' uh, behaviors. One is, they have some huge 
event, right? So if something really bad happens to you, you, you want to think, oh man, something really, really bad caused it. Like there must be a bigger reason. Like, you want to find an excuse for the situation that happened. Yeah. yeah. They didn't just die, you know, accidents yeah. don't just happen. Yeah. And that's a proportionality bias. So when JFK got assassinated, he died from it. And Reagan had an attempted assassination, didn't die. Not nearly as many conspiracies about this new world order trying to kill him and get rid of him. Then what they did was they did this experiment with people who were for and against the conspiracy theory. And then they changed the situation. And they said, one case, the president survives, but dies later of unrelated causes. And the other one, the president just survives. And in those cases, people still tended to say that if he survived, but then died of natural causes, that that is some kind of conspiracy behind it. Like there is some force. Yeah. So it's got to do with um, the consequence. So if the consequence is grave, it's more likely that people would do a conspiracy. And if the consequences are lower, then people have less desire to. Yeah. That's in the QAnon or KAnon or whatever. Because they also say that... Uh, so JFK supposedly was fighting against his rings, so he was killed. Abraham Lincoln was fighting against these pedophile rings, so he was killed. And they say that Trump's life is in danger, and that's why we need to support him. Obviously, this is this is bullshit, or I think it's bullshit, but it's one of their their beliefs of one of the conspiracies behind these president these president's murders. Hmm. Yeah. I... And it, that's the thing. They make it really hard to to, to argue against it, right? And Chris, what are you going to say against that shit? The only thing that comes to mind is that, yeah, that's bullshit. It's a super difficult conspiracy theory for you to try to debunk. But then there's other conspiracy that is, theories are. Yeah, we spoke about that. Yeah, but others, for example, uh, when they start with chemtrails, it's easy to come with arguments that it's, chemtrails is just condensed fume coming out of airplanes. But why would they do that if it's so harmful? Why would they do that for, against themselves as well? They live in the same world as us. So it doesn't make sense. It, those are easy. I think it's, they are easier to, to turn around, like flat earthers. It's, it's kind of easier to t turn around than uh, this QAnon kind of craziness shit. I don't oh. know. That's, that's my experience with my mom. <laughs> <laughs> I am so uncomfortable doing our second episode on this podcast about something your mom is part of. <laughs> it's funny because when she speaks about this shit, it's like she's part of the like the the gang. Sorry, <laughs> mom. <laughs> yeah, sorry, mom. I don't want to disrespect you. No, it's funny. So why don't we also tell people about? So there is the chemtrails, the flat Earth theory, and then there is the anti-space believers, right? People yeah. who think space is a is 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 a farce. It's a conspiracy, and yeah. and there have been some things that NASA did that was like kind of pure fishy on the surface. But yeah, there, there there are people who believe we live in a dome on a flat Earth, and then there are people who just go, there is no space. Or Elon Musk, there is like a one in a billion chance we are in a simulation. And you're like, oh man, like he's a smart guy. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna argue against Someone them. tells me that he's an alien. Oh, I would fucking have my doubts. I'll go, shit, maybe, man. The way he speaks, the way he called his son XRLs. I don't know. It's just just weird. He, I would believe in that. Yeah, yeah. Um, his behavior makes sense. Him and the guy from Facebook. Um, what's, what's another uh, conspiracy theory like that? Like one of those nature ones. Nature ones? Yeah, anything like, oh, um, 
in France, but it has to do with the conspiracy between China and Africa. So they believe that Chinese rice farmers were making plastic rice, you know, instead of real rice for African markets. And one of the ways that they were proving it was these people were cooking the rice and then throwing it on the floor and like the rice would bounce a little bit. (laughs) And now any big company from any country, there is always the chance of fraud and there is always the chance that people play with food. So we're not discounting that. But in this one, it really got hold and it was impossible to, uh, to unprove it. Right, because also what happens with these conspiracy theories is if you can poke a hole in the whole story overall, it opens the it opens the window to say, well, if that's true, then what else is true? Do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so go well, if they lied about how they were shipping it, then how do you know they didn't lie about what's in the shipment? You're like, yeah, but one's trying to evade tax, you know, or being cheap on quality, and the other one is feeding people plastic this- pellets that happen to taste just like rice. <laughs> Was this after the the milk scandal in China? What's, um, uh, oh, you're talking about the baby milk product? Yeah, the baby milk product. I don't, I don't after... know. I don't know the relative time, but no. But that one was that one's kind of sick, dude. Because apparently, no, no, but it, okay, but it turned out to be true. It's yeah. Maybe started like conspiracy theory, but it, then it turned out to be true, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That one turned out to be true. Um, yeah, but that was just more. Yeah, so when a conspiracy theory becomes true, it's more like a scandal, right? So these yeah. people were making fake baby powder, baby formula, and it actually killed a lot of babies. Um, yeah, but, you, you know, yeah. So you have a lot of those examples around the world, you know, where companies have kind of cut corners here and there. And, yeah. Another thing that is typical amongst conspiracy believers, according to this um, lecture that I saw in the UK, was people who believe in it also tend to have very low in, uh, interpersonal trust. So they tend to be very skeptical of people. But what's funny is they also found another car- uh, another personality trait that um, makes you likely to, to believe in conspiracy theories. But it would kind of like it's kind of counterintuitive because right? we think it's like a virtue to have. And that's openness. So if you're really open to new ideas, right, we think, oh, that means you're open minded. You're going to be critical thinker, et cetera. But if you're too open to it, you essentially then become very um, susceptible to conspiracies as well. Yeah. True. So, yeah, that's the problem with well, how open should you be, and how can you be open to the idea, and then once you bite into it, I guess um, you start rejecting every other idea that comes in, right? And that's where that confirmi- uh, confirmation bias comes in. Once you believe in it, you bite down, and then anything you see, dude, because there's real consequences on this. So, the, oh, okay, yeah. so there's two consequences that I want to speak about. So the first one. It's about Pizzagate. Okay, so Pizzagate is this uh, this conspiracy theory that when you ordered a pizza, like a signal that you were ordering uh, a kid, it was kind oh. of a pedophile kind of uh, hint. Ring. And yeah. and this American dude, uh, he he was so outraged with this shit that he grabbed his weapon, his rifle, and he went into this pizza brand with his rifle trying to find the pedophile rings, try, try, try to find the pedophiles. And he asked the employees, where are the children? And they said, well, we don't, what children? And he started fucking shooting them. He, Wait, he, he shot? He shot the, the employees. He didn't kill them. They were able to run away. But this guy, this guy tried to shoot the employees of this pizza, pizza restaurant. Because I saw he, the arrest video. Yeah. yeah. It, dude, it, it, is, it is crazy that someone grabbed the gun and went to this pizza restaurant trying to find this ring. And I don't know, it's, there's real-life consequences to this. And, and one greater consequence was protocol 
of the elders of Zion. So <gasps> by Dude, the that end of sounds intense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So one of the main targets of conspiracy theories, if you start looking about this, it's always Jews. Jews are one of the main targets of conspiracy theories. So it's minorities. Yeah. Well, true. often, sorry, excuse me, yeah. often minorities. And that's got to do with another reason, another kind of trend with people that believe in conspiracy theories, which is people who um, have the tendency to look at an external force or an outgroup and blame it and blame their difficulties on the outgroup. That's yeah. a very common thing. Yeah. yeah. So this protocol of uh, elders of Zion, it was, uh, it started in 1919. So just after this, the, the First World War. And this German guy, this this uh, commander called Eric Ludendorff, said that one of the reasons Germany lost was that Jews uh, were one of the several groups responsible for the nation's defeat. He was he was broadcasting this throughout all Germany, and and he grabbed this protocol of the Elders of Zion that then was proven that it was written by the Russians in order to to generate hatred against the institutes and who proved this was actually times of london by by just saying they took this this specific phrase from this fictional fictional book so this was one of the ways that, that times of london proved the the elders of zion so basically the elders of zion were saying that the supreme government of the jewish people was working hand in hand with france and england which france and england were the enemies of germany at that time in that war and it was leading them both and this created such fucking can, hatred against Jew people that German Jew minister was actually killed. Jewish. Yeah. When you say Jew, it sounds really, uh, for some reason, it sounds really, really <laughs> this, Okay, I'll repeat it. This Jewish. Jewish, this Jewish German minister was actually murdered by this extremist German group uh, just because he was Jewish and just because they thought he was one of those that led uh, France and, and, and England to win the war against them. And, just think about it. This was just before this Hitler came about, just before the Nazis came about, where all that hatred against Jewish people was just boiling up, just building up, building up, and building up. Yeah. So there are um, real, real, real consequences to these conspiracy theories. Oh, so super dangerous. That that's what they're worried about now in the states, which is you know with QAnon. If Trump loses the elections, you know, um, one of the things that people who know the situation are aware of is the left leaning groups might be as outraged recently on some political fronts, but in comparison to the right wing groups, um, typically the right wing groups in the States are much more armed and much more capable of violence. And when I say capable as in with the means or even the, 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 the knowledge of violence. You know, if you look across like how they've responded when it gets violent, the right brings out guns and the left, in certain cases, like that's, really That's liberal. debatable. That's debatable. I'm, I'm just going to argue on that because yeah. the riots are being, the riots, currently the riots and all of that looting is, is the left side. It's the left, right. No, no the left that's looting. But I'm saying if the right decided to go, not the right per se, but... It, if you look at how certain right-wing marches can go, you know it's not looting necessary that you're you you're worried about. It's it you see rifles out there. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like the right to bear arms is normally championed by the right, True. for example. So they're True. much more armed. Yeah, it's, it's and that's yeah that's a whole different story now, right? It's that this conspiracy theory has real dangerous consequences because if you can get like, especially a younger population, they found that conspiracy theorists, um, especially in Europe, 
they tend to be younger and uh, very polarized, so either very left or very right. On and it's kind of got it goes back to that confirmation bias again, which is when they did tests. Let's say yeah, take a certain conspiracy theory and then you take people who believe it and people who don't believe it, put them in a room and you show them the same evidence of that conspiracy theory. They have that confirmation bias where they only recognize or they predominantly highlight things that confirm their belief and yeah. they get more polarized. So they get more confident in their beliefs, even though they looked at the same data. And it, yeah. uh, and it goes back to another one, which is called uh, illusory pattern perception, which is we as humans try to make, uh, try to see patterns out of everything. True, right? true. No, I have that. I watched this movie from uh, Jim, Jim Carrey. The comedian. Jim Carrey. Jim, yeah, Jim Carrey. It was 23. Dude, after that movie, it was conspiracy theory about the number 23. I'm not going to explain about it because I don't know how to explain it. I was seeing the number 23 every everywhere. And it basically says that everything sums up to 23 or you can divide into 23. 23 is a number that haunts us and you don't want to get number 23 because it's kind of bad luck, something like that. After that movie, I was looking at everything that, that had numbers and I could see 23 everywhere. With, yeah. Is it like when, you'd, when you're car shopping? And you go, I think I want to buy a true, white Hyundai. And then every true. single car is white. And then every third car is a Hyundai. <laughs> yeah, but this is talking more about when we were surviving, our ancestors, when they were surviving the jungle. And if you saw like the pattern of a tiger, or exactly. say with two tiger exactly. in the bush, there's two types, right? There are people who, uses, who use their first uh, um, thought system, which is like, much faster and intuitive. So it's the intuition versus the reason. And they go, run. <laughs> I think that's orange and, oh, run. <laughs> Another conspiracy theory that has real life consequences, anti-vaccine people. Yeah, 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 yeah. So measles uh, uh, reappeared in United States, Japan, Philippines, Brazil, in all these countries because of these people. So it's, it's one of those super dangerous uh, conspiracy theories. Another few things that can be uh, correlated to believing in conspiracy theories of people who feel like they're not as in control of their environment, who feel okay. like, no, I'm just a cog. I guess the logic there is, well, if you can't control the environment around you, then someone else is pulling the strings behind the, behind the screen. And unfortunately, another one is low self-esteem. The problem with these kind of psychological studies. But wait, look, okay, why, why self-low esteem? Oh, so, so their idea was, um, I think it was a combination of you perceive that you're powerless, you have low self-esteem, so your own ability to do something or um, ability to reason, to critically analyze something. So then you are more open to information that comes your way, you yeah, know, so right. you're more likely to listen. Um, and then if you combine it with a personality trait, which was low agreeableness or low interpersonal trust, yeah. um, you kind of have this really bad potpourri of, um, disbelief and people. This is my summary of it. So you have low self-esteem, so you don't even trust your critical thinking, and then you have you have high powerlessness. So you think, well, something's happening that I can't control, um, and I gotta gotta find out. You know, I don't trust these people around me, so I'm gonna tell them what's happening. You know, like don't be sheeple. Sheeple is a big phrase. Don't be sheeple. Don't listen to the machine. Yet they are listening to another machine themselves. The problem with this is you're not saying everybody that believes in conspiracy theories has all of these three things, if even one of these three things. They're just saying these are the things that we've seen, just like openness can actually open you, can open you up to believing in conspiracy theories. 
Um, but yeah, people bring it down to a lot of name calling, which makes a lot of people really angry a lot of times. But um, that that that's the hard part about ha- about having a conversation. Um, is that how do you explain what we're saying now in the politically correct way and say no, no, no I'm not saying you aren't. I'm just saying this is the research. So let's see if that is true. You know, for some people, and if it is true for those people, then let's see if we can help those people. And maybe your case is different, but it gets very combative. So even in this lecture that I was watching, they specifically said we're going to cover the psychological topics, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're not going to deal with the conspiracy theories or try to debunk them. Yeah, but so that's a good just... point. That's a good point. What you just said. Sorry to interrupt. No, uh, yeah. uh, because uh, when you start arguing or debating a conspiracy theory with someone. If you don't detach the conspiracy theory f- from the person, if you don't make it really obvious that you're detaching, this person gets insulted, like you're insulting their truth, like you're calling yeah. them a liar. It's something that I've noticed when I'm trying to argue about a conspiracy theory with someone. It's something that I've noticed. And, and yeah, I see that's exactly what happened in this lecture, like uh, in the Q&A session. First guy, first guy to grab the mic doesn't ask a question about the psychologist two poor psychologists sitting on stage and the guy goes i was talking about some train incident and he was like well there were two holes and there was a third hole that nobody reported on and uh why do you guys just keep calling us names you know and every single time we're trying to expose the truth yet you never talk about the truth you only call us names and you only degrade us and condescend us and it was a very stereotypical example of arguing with a conspiracy theorist and I don't mean that in a bad way again. So we need to be so aware of our tone. The psychologist then had to go, first of all, everybody, we are very sorry if you thought we were calling you names. We really try to, they actually try to make jokes, which never really goes that well <laughs> with these very smart scientists. But, you know, they were trying to make it light- lighthearted to be like, no, we're not calling you these names. We're saying that of these things, it's very likely that you might have one of these five things if you're a conspiracy theorist. That's just the research. You you can argue against the research. We're not saying you can't, but th- we're here to present it. And so if you want to have an like, academic argument about it, let's do it. Uh, so they had to apologize for calling people names. And then the guy couldn't help but you know be a little snarky. And he goes, so we're sorry if you feel that way. We're trying to keep it light. If you're saying the third hole isn't you know being spoken about and wasn't reported on, how do you know about it? And the guy just went quiet. And he goes, oh, and third of all, and this is another one. He goes, what's your profession? And when someone asks that, people immediately clench up a little bit thinking, oh, you're going to condescend the guy's job, right? Like if if it's the kind of position, if it's the kind of situation where the guy's job might not be as um, uh, relevant to the situation. Irrelevant to the situation. That's a very good word. Yeah, I was going to say like maybe levels, but it's it's not comparative. It's relevant. So maybe he's not an engineer and this was an engineering disaster or whatever. You think, oh, you're going to call him stupid or something. And that's not the point because what he was trying to get to is, well, how do you know what's going to happen to a train if it gets blown up? Like you need to at least have a little bit of um, academic or professional knowledge. Experience. Base, yeah, to go, I know this. And uh, yeah, if they don't, you're just going in circles, which is really sad. Any other conspiracies that really jumped out? Yeah, one of the most famous conspiracy theories is that Shakespeare didn't write his own plays. No. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's a very famous conspiracy theory in 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 Europe. I don't I don't know if you ever heard about it. No, I actually haven't. Really? Okay, so yeah, many consider that he was one of the greatest pretenders that claimed that he didn't exist at all. That he was a pseudonym, pseudonym for two two, two people in. Uh, in I, particular, I've heard one, about that actually. Yeah. Okay, 
one person, so it was this Earl of Oxford. Yeah. Uh, his name was Edward de Vere. So they say that this guy, because he visited and worked in many of the places where the plays actually actually speak about, they say that this Edward de Vere created Shakespeare as a pseudonym and wrote the plays. The other one was Christopher Marlowe. Uh, the, this guy was actually killed in the tavern, or supposedly killed, and then ran to France and wrote all of the plays uh, from France. Yeah, this is one of the famous, most famous conspiracy theories in the UK. It's so crazy. Mm. That touches on another thing where um, in conspiracy theories, there's always a huge assumption on competence. But in those government ones, in order for those conspiracies to be correct, the amount of secrecy they would need to maintain is just almost impossible. Like we know that the one thing people can do is keep a damn secret. <laughs> and then the second thing is, Look at how inefficient governments and teams are. I mean, just just as True. young people in classwork and group work in companies, some of the best companies now. You still have these examples of people who couldn't get the basic things right. So all of a sudden, for these conspiracy theories to assume that this group of people are able to stay in secret, lead these double lives, and organize these global evil plans, you kind of look at it and you go, dude, the likelihood of you even be able to recruit that team, I mean... I think Google would want to talk to you about how your recruitment process works. <laughs> did you do case studies? Like, how how did you find these people? <laughs> how do you how do you how do you choose someone who can keep a secret? You know, you know it's uh, um, another one is France and Germany renewed their treaty, which has to deal a lot with like the trade elements, the Alsace Lorraine region, all those deals, and. There was like a group and a certain demographic in France that started believing conspiracy theories regarding the treaty, which was like, oh, um, we're going to sell the Assash um, region. Um, France is going to be a vassal of Germany. But it was Emmanuel, this recent. Yeah, Emmanuel Macron is, going, is selling out France. And um, because we're going to be a vassal of Germany, German is going to be the language of France. Like, he <laughs> went from this one treaty to just, well, that's it. It's the end of the world. Like, we just sold France to Germany. But yeah, as you look at the politicians and you just can't, you, you, you can't envy them because to deal with these things. Do you want to know another conspiracy theory? You want to try and guess if this conspiracy theory is correct or not? Yeah, tell me. Okay. So the horror of Project Sunshine, the conspiracy theory was that the government, the American government, was stealing dead bodies to do radioactive testing. True or false? True. It is. It is, yeah. In the, what, what, in is, the what is the name? Project Sunshine. That's like MK Ultra Project, where they're like yes, yeah, CIA is doing LSD testing. Same like, time. That's, same time. That's true. <laughs> yeah, it is true. It is true. Yeah, they were yeah. they were they were giving people LSD and shit like that, and and, and many people uh, lost their minds because of that. The people, the, um, the U.S. military was testing uh, nuclear bombs in the Nevada desert, wasn't it? Yeah. And they were yeah. putting soldiers like a couple of kilometers out in ditches, looking at the explosion, like, oh. <laughs> What's going to happen to your eyesight? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, I love this. Okay, another, come another. One more. No, no. This, I think this is interesting. Yeah. During Again, we don't believe in this. We just talked about why you should be careful, or if you know someone that does believe in it, you definitely don't want to condescend them. But we just enjoy talking about it. All right. Yeah. yeah it's because it's interesting. It's interesting why people believe in it, and it's interesting to hear about it. Okay. So this conspiracy theory was that during Prohibition, the American government was poisoning alcohol. True. Yeah, it is true. True. It's true. I know. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. 
No, yeah. no, no, no. Like between 1926 and 1933, the government pushed manufacturers to use stronger poisons to discourage bootleggers. Yeah. And, and yeah. it killed thousands of people. I think tens of thousands. Yeah, they estimate tens of thousands of people were, were killed by that. Yeah, the speakeasies, right? They were, it kind of reminds me of recent, I don't know if it was just online conspiracies again or it was like legit suggestions, but they were saying, why don't you just lace the drugs going into America? Then that way no one will take drugs. And people preferred back to the prohibition. Like, they did this. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> it's, and then, it's funny that history cycles, right? It repeats. People it, like always does dude because yeah. we don't learn from history man yeah. um that also was part of when i think trump was doing the whole wall and everything um the cartels were saying you do that we'll start lacing the cocaine that we sell to you guys and then we'll see what happens what a somber note to end off on <laughs> do you want to end off in, with a funny one no oh you got a funny one i don't know uh ah. yeah, funny one okay so david ike one of the the biggest conspiracy theorist is he an footballer or something i don't know i don't oh, know okay okay he's an ex something ex famous something he did something yeah. Yeah. this guy says the moon doesn't exist <sighs> yeah man. he says the moon is in hologram put there yep. for by persons unknown that's what he says there there is an image or video of um one of the astronauts punching a non-space believer. It was Buzz yeah. Aldrin. It was already a Oh, Buzz Aldrin, yeah. We need to think about more topics like this where, man, there were some interesting things out there of what people will do. Oh, my yeah. God. All right. Thank you for listening. We will catch you next week. Thank you. <laughs>